Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Hebrews. Today is episode 903, and we're looking at Hebrews chapter 11, verses 17 to 22. Let's read the passage. By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. He received the promises, and yet was offering his one and only son the one to whom it had been said, your offspring will be traced through Isaac. He considered God to be able even to raise someone from the dead. Therefore, he received him back, figuratively speaking. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of the sons of Joseph. He worshipped, leaning on the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, as he was nearing the end of his life, mentioned the exodus of the Israelites and gave instructions concerning his bones. This is the book of Hebrews. This is a letter or a written sermon to a group of Jewish Christians. They're tempted to fall away from Christianity, go back to Judaism because of persecution. But the author of Hebrews is saying, no, don't do that because Christ is superior to anything you could be going back to. Christ is superior to angels, he's superior to Moses, he's superior to the Old Testament priesthood. He is the new high priest with a new covenant. And so don't fall back, but persevere. And the key is living by faith. We're in chapter 11, the faith chapter, where the author is giving us these heroes of the faith, examples of people who have lived by faith. We talked about Abel, Enoch, Noah. Abraham and Sarah. He had a little pause last time, talked about, and they were faithful despite the fact that they didn't see what they were actually promised. Now he's picking up again with Abraham. Chapter 11, verse 17. By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. He received the promises and yet was offering his one and only son, one to whom it had been said, your offspring will be traced through Isaac. This is from Genesis 22. The traditional Jewish title of this event is the binding of Isaac. It's only mentioned twice directly in the New Testament here and in James 2, 21 to 23. Both times it's used as an example of living by faith, faith in action where faith leads to doing something. So we look at Genesis 22. This is a story of Abraham and Isaac. So let's pick it up in Genesis 22, verse 1. After these things, God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, here I am, he answered. Take your son, he said, your only son Isaac, whom you love. Go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains I will tell you about. So Abraham got up early in the morning, saddled his donkey, took with him two of his young men and his son Isaac. He split wood for a burnt offering and sat out to go to the place God had told him about. On the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. And Abraham said to his young men, stay here with the donkey. The boy and I will go over there to worship. Then we'll come back to you. Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and laid it on his son Isaac. In his hand he took the fire and the knife, and the two of them walked on together. Then Isaac spoke to his father Abraham and said, My father, he replied, Here I am, my son. Isaac said, The fire and the wood are here, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham answered, 
God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. Then the two of them walked on together. When they arrived at the place that God had told him about, Abraham built the altar there, arranged the wood. He bound his son Isaac, placed him on the altar on top of the wood. Then Abraham reached out and took the knife to slaughter his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. He replied, Here I am. He said, Do not lay a hand on the boy or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your only son from me. Abraham looked up and saw a ram caught in the thicket by its horns. So Abraham went and took the ram and offered it as a burnt offering in place of his son. And Abraham named that place, The Lord Will Provide. So today it is said, it will be provided on the Lord's mountain. So here we have this example of Abraham specifically being tested by God. And he was told to go offer his son Isaac as a burnt offering. Now the issue is God had already promised that Abraham would have many descendants via Isaac. Specifically here in Hebrews eleven eighteen, it says, the one who by whom it is said, your offspring will be traced through Isaac. So God promised Abraham that Isaac would be the path for his descendants. And God has now commanded Abraham to offer Isaac as a burnt offering. So the question is, how do you reconcile these two things? And our immediate answer is, we can't. And to our sensibilities, we can't even fathom this. It's just beyond our ability to comprehend. But we step back and realize we're talking about faith here. So how do you reconcile these two things? Well, you don't have to. That's God's problem. And from Abraham's perspective, Abraham believed God's promise. He trusted God to deliver on his promise. But he also obeyed God's command. What do we call all that? We call it faith. And too often we're afraid to act in faith because we don't necessarily understand what God might be doing. And the challenge for us is, can we actually act by faith? Do we really believe God? Do we really obey God? If continue in Hebrews 11, verse 19. He considered God to be able even to raise someone from the dead. Therefore, he received him back, figuratively speaking. Now, it does not say in Genesis 22 that Abraham believed that Isaac would be raised from the dead. But we do have some hints there. In Genesis 22, verse 5, Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey. The boy and I will go over there to worship. Then we'll come back to you. Is he just fibbing? Is he making stuff up? No reason to think so. He appears to believe that he and Isaac are going to come back. And so the author of Hebrews here is assuming that Abraham believed that Isaac would be raised from the dead. And as they're heading up the mountain, Isaac asks, what about the offering? Abraham answers, God will provide. Now, traditionally, people have seen this as a parable of the death of Christ. Isaac carrying the wood, just as Christ carried the cross, the offering of the only son, and God providing the offering. There's too many parallels there to say it doesn't mean anything. But the 
point here that the author is bringing up is Abraham's faith. We see this as a, I can't reconcile these things. Abraham's perspective is, well, that's God's issue to reconcile these things. I believe God, I trust God, I obey God. Verse 20, by faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. So Isaac, the son of Abraham, blesses his two sons, Jacob and Esau. Now the order is reversed from their age. Esau is the older, but Actually, that's the order in which they were blessed. Jacob was blessed first. Now, remember, this story is from Genesis 27. Rebecca, Isaac's wife, the mother of Jacob and Esau, convinces Jacob to go deceive his father Isaac into thinking he is really his older brother Esau. And so while his brother's out hunting to prepare a meal for his father in order to receive the blessing, she prepares a meal from the flock of lambs and dresses up Jacob like Esau. And Isaac's eyesight has failed by this point. Isaac ends up giving the primary blessing, normally intended for the older, to Jacob the younger. That's why Esau then wants to kill Jacob after that. But interesting, after Isaac found out that he had been deceived, he did not revoke the blessing. He confirmed it. See here in verse 20, he blessed them concerning things to come. And this blessing is based on the promises of God, that God will have his descendants occupy this land and be numerous. And in fact, Jacob is the one who becomes Israel. Verse 21, by faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of the sons of Joseph, and he worshiped, leaning on the top of his staff. This in Genesis 48. Remember, Jacob was renamed Israel. He had 12 sons, which were the 12 tribes of Israel. But his son, Joseph, who his brothers had sold into slavery, went down to Egypt. His two sons essentially became two half-tribes. So you don't hear about the tribe of Joseph. You hear about the two half-tribes of Ephraim and Manasseh. And in Genesis 47, Jacob goes to bless the two sons, and he ends up reversing the blessing where the younger receives the primary blessing. And Joseph thinks that his dad just got confused, but his dad said, no, that's the intention, is that the younger, Ephraim, will be the one who God will use in a bigger way. And the blessing involves how God will enlarge the tribe, carry on the promise of God. Verse 22, by faith Joseph, as he was nearing the end of his life, mentioned the exodus of the Israelites and gave instructions concerning his bones. The last few verses of the book of Genesis are the account of the death of Joseph. We read in Genesis 50, starting 22, Joseph and his father's family remained in Egypt. Joseph lived 110 years. He saw Ephraim's sons to the third generation. The sons of Manasseh's son, Machar, were recognized by Joseph. Joseph said to his brothers, I'm about to die, but God will certainly come to your aid and bring you up from this land to the land he swore to give Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So Joseph made the sons of Israel take an oath, and when God comes to your aid, you're to carry my bones up from here. So the, Joseph is mentioning here at the very end of his life the promise made to Abraham. 
He believes this promise. He's trusting that God will carry out this promise. He himself has not seen the promise come true, but he believes it will come true. So he's speaking in the future when God does bring the people out of Egypt and take them to the promised land. So all these acts of faith that the author of Hebrews is talking about all are related to the promise of God. By faith, they believed God's promises. They trusted that God would deliver on these promises. And they obeyed God because of their faith. So the key to knowing God and following God is living by faith. What's faith look like? It looks like believing God, trusting God, and obeying God. And his challenge to these Jewish Christians who are thinking about slipping away back to Judaism is, no, believe God, believe his promises, trust God, and obey God. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through Hebrews.